Oh man, I was on a, a on my Meals on Wheels run one day, and there's this guy who he's really friendly, and he always comes out to the car. I don't even have to go up to his house. But this one day, he came out and he was like, "I just got a new credit card, and I don't know how to like make this happen." He's he's like in his 80s, and yeah. I ended up going in his house and like using my phone to set up this. Uh, it, they really don't make it user friendly for like the boomer generation. They don't make it user friendly for any generation. Right. Yeah. Right. Especially boomers. So do, do you get a lot of people, people you stop by and they want to like keep you there and chat for a long time, stuff like that? Yeah. I have one or two people on my route all the time who, uh, yeah, I stand in like Alice. I'll stand there in, in her doorway. I won't go into her house because it's disgusting. But um, yeah, she always wants to tell me about uh, all of the shit that she's seeing on Fox News. And I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say, how 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 much racist shit do they say? Yeah, to you? really, really nice lady, but she is absolutely terrified that people are like smuggling prayer rugs over the Texas border and like at, at any you know when the when the whole migrant caravan was going on and that was all Fox News was talking about. She was she was petrified. She seriously thought that like thousands of people were about to march directly into her neighborhood and start I don't know what setting up taco trucks. Yeah, it's nuts. And then, and, and, it's, and then murdering everyone. That's the plan. Right. <laughs> and you didn't hear a word about it after midterms. Nope. I mean, just like clockwork. It's crazy. Nope. It turned yeah, out they, somebody... all, they all got to, where were they going? They were like San Diego or something and uh, just got processed like usual and it, everything was yeah. fine. Yeah, there's no crisis. It's just business as usual. I mean, they're a little more shitty than they used to be, but they've always been shitty. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, the prayer rugs thing. I think it it might have been Hell Dude <laughs> made a tweet <laughs> like, just like you know it's bullshit because like what kind of border patrol agent could even recognize a prayer rug? You know? <laughs> right. Well, that's the, the, the Trump tweet was like ranchers are saying they're finding yeah, prayer ranchers. rugs, and it's like, do they would they how would they know exactly like what like oh Muslim border ranchers are uh, being like oh yeah it's definitely prayer rug right here. Well, also, also apparently this is from like an episode of Homeland or something. One thing I absolutely know about Muslims is that they just leave their prayer rugs like out in (laughs) out in nature all the time. And they live in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, those things aren't special. They they they, uh, they buy them in bulk. I think actually. Yeah, they're disposable. I don't know about anybody else, but here at Liquid Flannel, we are working along out of Arlington, Texas. I am Matthew Hodges, joined by my constant companion and co-host, Brendan Williams, reporting from Davos, Switzerland. Uh, Brendan, how's the uh, how's, how's the <laughs> summit going? I've got some bad news for you. Um, even though uh, we're still going to be podcasting, you've been designated as essential podcast personnel, but... You're not actually going to get paid for this podcast. I'm so sorry to you say. You know what? It, it uh, actually, but you it, still have to do it. Yeah, it works out okay for me because uh, I actually live in Mayberry, and the grocery <laughs> store is just like a regular general store, and they they take my IOUs. You know, we'll we'll settle it out. Yeah, we're just we're just working along, working along with us. A uh, special guest for you this week, coming from Kentucky, uh, a titan Ooh. of weird left Twitter. 
uh, Trillionaire, Trillionaire Multi-Hops. Welcome to the program. Hey, man, what's up? Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's nice to finally get you on here. You know, um, I think you were the first of the uh, kind of like standard bearers for weird left Twitter who followed me back on Twitter back when I had, you know, a hundred followers or whatever. So I'm a man of the people. You are. You know, that's, no. that, that's the difference between me and a lot of people. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know if you fuck with the law boy, but um, I get him all the time because he's not a, pe- a man of the people. You know, <laughs> yes. his, his follow back ratio is horrible yeah it's awful he's he's feel free uh, to call him out online yeah he's he's tens of thousands of followers and follows back like 45 people i think yeah yeah, yeah he does he's a, he's an elitist and uh we're probably going to be coming for him yeah i mean when the revolution happens he's he's gonna be first against the wall being <laughs> a lawyer that's one strike all right yeah i only follow 45 people on twitter because that's uh trump's number so like that's my that's my limit you know i don't want to do anything that he doesn't say is cool I, so hey, 45 is the highest he can count that's as high as i'm gonna go and, to like, that's half only of those are members of the trump family and and their their apparatus yeah before we go any further i just want to tell the listener that uh i can see in the skype video that matthew is wearing flannel um holding true to the <laughs> to, to the title of the podcast it's true it's I'm not wearing, bullshit wearing a flannel and drinking a liquid right now so yeah that's we, right we got to stay on brand I thought you were going to apologize for Mitch McConnell, and I was going to say, like, hey, just because you're from Kentucky, like, it's not your fault. Like, we don't blame you. We know it's not your idea. I'm not going to apologize for any of them, man. You know, um, I'd be happy to meet him in a restaurant and throw his food out into the street. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've met a lot of people from Iowa who are constantly apologizing for Steve King, and I appreciate that they feel like that they they need to do that. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think it's their fault. Man, you know, I mean, they're the victims really. during the during the Bush years. I think it was pretty standard for Americans to uh, anybody who was traveling abroad to apologize for George W. Bush being the president and be like, I didn't vote for him. Uh, and now we're doing yeah, it like the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, right. Now, now we're doing it regionally, like within the country. You don't even have to go outside and apologize anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, being in Mexico, like during the height of the Iraq war and. I was talking to some girls from Scotland and they were like, oh, wow, like you're from America. Like, oh, that's so bad. And like and I was like, no, I don't like like fuck Bush, you know, (laughs) and they were like really relieved to hear that. Like, I'm like, not everybody likes him, you know, like most people actually voted against him, Um, you know, but the. Kind of stole the election, but right, it's a little right. bit rigged. Good thing we fixed that problem, though. That'll never, <laughs> no that'll never happen again. We really put <laughs> no, that one in the bud. Our elections are tight now, you know, especially in Florida. They really learned their lesson. They got things sewed up. The midterms running like a, a well-oiled machine. Well, I think we got to talk about, you know, we're we're still in the in the grips of a government shutdown right now, and things are getting just weirder and weirder. You've got. Uh, Wilbur Ross, the Commerce Secretary, going like, I don't understand why people are going to uh, going to food banks and things like that. Like, why don't they just go to a payday lending outfit? Yeah, just just buy more money. Yeah, just <laughs> um, just get like a three thousand percent loan and you know hit up that dollar menu and then just do that every day for just the foreseeable future and you know pro- problem solved well brendan last week uh when we had mac on we were dunking on uh, marketplace the npr program and i ran to the grocery store last night and it happened to be on and somebody said 
that uh, it, it, it's looking like the shutdown might not actually be a big drain on the economy because of all the interest payments that are going to be generated uh, by <laughs> people having to borrow money to, like, you know, keep the lights on and make their make their car note and shit. It just God, I was bleak. screaming in my car. I was so mad. Yeah, that's so bleak. Yeah, that's like that, uh, you know, that that famous argument where every time Antifa smashes a Starbucks window, you're like, oh, man, we're just we're just boosting the economy here. Because, <laughs> right. you know, just think of, uh, you know, all the window repair guys who are going to be able to hire more crews now. You know, it's a real stimulus package out there. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Uh, Antifa is it's backed by a big window. It's all, it's all a conspiracy. <laughs> Big, big uh, replacement burned trash can co. That seems uh, like a that seems like a fallacy to me. I, I feel like we ought to we ought to name that one. Um. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but speaking of that that sort of bleak um, fucking capitalism and its death throes, <laughs> America. Um, yeah, uh huh. Go on. I saw something today about I think it was Apple, and they were talking about how um, with climate change, you know, as things get worse, there's going to be you know more severe storms, more power outages. Um, you know, a phone can double as a flashlight. Um, you can you know use it to call for help. Um, you know, uh, you can you can uh, well not uh, power from a, it with not a hand from any- crank. Not from any federal agencies, right? I mean, they're they're furloughed too. Nobody's getting any help during a shutdown. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, here, here's the thing: like Obama used up all the all the FEMA resources, you know, setting up those camps, and then we never got put in them, <laughs> and so it's just sitting out there. It's a waste, right? Oh, I think they, they filled those camps with somebody. I don't know who it was, but I, I heard that they were getting getting pretty full. Um, I, I love that Apple thinks that the reason that people didn't like buy more phones is because they didn't realize that they had flashlights on them. <laughs> that was the real untapped market is all the, fla- un, you know, the flashlight users without phones. Um, finally, we can really, you know, crack into that new segment of, uh, of the population. <laughs> but yeah, are they also like releasing like a, like a eye bicycle that you could like use to keep your phone charged in the apocalypse or something too? Because I feel like there's a missing piece to their use your phone as your flashlight plan in the apocalypse. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know, but that's a pretty good idea, though. You can get one. Uh, they used to sell one at the uh, the camping supply place. This little uh, like foot powered generator. To that was before everybody relied on devices. Um, I wonder how big of a one you would need these days. Um, you let's know. put something together, man. Hey, boys, let's yeah. get into capitalism. You yeah, know? yeah. I got to milk this cow. Hey, look, <laughs> just we, plug a USB stick into it. Boom, done. We might be swamped by climate refugees coming up from Central America. Um, basic human health and human services may have broken down, but you will be able to play your Japanese uh, dating RPG uh, throughout throughout <laughs> the whole thing. You know, keep everybody nice and distracted. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the apocalypse is always just a little bit more bearable. You know, when you got the Angry Birds to fall back <laughs> right. on. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really whiles away the hours. You know, in between uh, zombie raids. No, I, I like that you brought up Angry Birds because it's such a timely <laughs> reference for the 2013 <laughs> shutdown. <laughs> Still around, Angry. There's the movie about it oh yeah yeah i guess that's true <laughs> it's very culturally relevant <laughs> well speaking of the 2013 <sighs> shutdown uh there was a uh an epic mm, i guess you would call it a meltdown on the the floor of the senate today with a 
Ted Cruz is out there talking about all these ah. uh, all these uh, Coast Guard members who aren't being paid right now. And yep. the senator from Colorado stood up and let him have it. Um, almost uh, almost kind of Howard Deeney. His voice was cracking. He was yelling. <laughs> um, you kind Good. of expected him to start sobbing at some point. But basically told Ted Cruz that he's full of shit, that Ted Cruz shut down the government in 2013 so that he could... Uh, go on the campaign trail and uh meanwhile colorado was having historic flooding uh people didn't have access to uh public services you know federal uh disaster relief and um yeah it was a it was it was a pretty good speech it it was making the rounds today i mean did ted cruz himself shut the government down and read green eggs and ham like so for him to say like this shutdown is uh immoral and is hurting people right i feel like it's really probably not the best position for Ted Cruz to be staking out. And was his was his reason for shutting down the government any less stupid than the current one? Um, it was over the ACA or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was to not have Obamacare. Happen. Right. So yeah. that really worked. That really worked out well for them. Well, in the long run, it kind of did. <laughs> He's still there, I guess. He just can't get rid of him, no matter how much he sucks. Unfortunately. I thought I thought our uh, our uh, calf cramping boy was going to take him out, but he didn't do it. Uh, poor, what's everyone calling him now? Beta O'Dork. Uh, basically doing <laughs> burn. Yeah, ba- basically doing Trump's oppo research for him. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Beto, he's he's cramping calves all over the place, but uh, not currently my senator. <laughs> Yeah, that dude. And, and maybe you have more familiarity with him, be, like being in Texas, but I didn't know anything about him until like the lead up until this. And uh, I mean, you know, he he puts on a good show. Like I, I remember seeing there was like a viral clip of him uh, speaking in front of like a black congregation and kind of like, you know, full throat, full throatedly supporting Black Lives Matter. And, sure. And like holding the police accountable. And I'm like, oh, this guy's really great. And then like I start hearing about his actual voting record and i'm like oh man that's not good right yeah and uh what's what's really frustrating about beto is that like look anybody would be a better senator than ted cruz and so of course i was supporting beto for senate but mm-hmm. yeah when you look at his voting record it's really disappointing he's super friendly with wall street uh the defense industry um has some questionable um some questionable support for various things the Trump administration wants to do. What's frustrating about it is his district um, in San Antonio is safely Democratic. It's like it's like a 25 point spread or something like that, which means he could at any time have been more progressive than he actually is. You, I think you got to kind of take his voting record as his actual beliefs, because it's not like, yeah. you know, somebody somebody running in, say, Kentucky or Iowa or Nebraska as like a progressive might need to temper their votes a little bit to make sure that they don't get, you know, voted out uh, the very next cycle. But that was never really a risk for him. So, yeah, yeah. You see, it was a preemptive play to preemptively be moderate so that when he ran for Senate against Ted Cruz, that he would be able to easily win because of his moderate (laughs) voting record. And we all know how that turned out. Yeah. But I love how, 
you know, Republicans, like, they'll put up Trump and people will be like, well, you know, uh, it's not the best, but I'm still going to vote for him. Um, but on the Democratic side, it's like Pete Buttigieg. That guy's name's too weird. Like, I'm not, I, there's no way. Like, there's no way I could ever support that guy. Uh, he's just a lo- He's just a lost cause. Uh, we yeah. just got to give up now. And certainly you don't want somebody to run too far to the left. I mean, uh, it, as, as we all know, populism is now a thing that only Donald Trump does. And so it must yeah. be bad. Yeah, and it did. I mean, it didn't work out for him. It's not like he's president or anything. Yeah, right, right, right. That's why he adopts all the popular positions, uh, you know, reg- <laughs> regardless of uh, you know what he actually believes. Uh, like, what, what kind of, there's like every poll that comes out now is just like the most horrible news for Trump. He still tweets about how great they are because he like cherry picks like a tiny thing. Like, oh, forty percent of people said they don't want to literally murder me. So like that, that's a win right there. But yeah, I mean, there's like. 25 percent of republicans like support uh like continuing the shutdown to build the wall and shit like that it's just like it's absolutely unbelievable well, here's the thing how bad I, he's I, getting I, crushed every time i go through tsa that the agents are telling me hey stay strong we want to build that wall you know the tsa is telling me that <laughs> anytime i run into a government worker they're they're uh they're telling me how proud they are of trump yeah. for sticking to his guns yeah and getting that wall built baby yeah every every yeah, time it, i go it's like into an unintentional a... hunger strike that they all went on because they just <laughs> love the wall so much like i will not eat until the wall is built not by my own choice but that is actually what's gonna happen yeah fuck my kids you know uh, i want that wall <laughs> every time i go into a coffee shop uh that's full of tsa and and coast guard people they're they're whispering <laughs> to each other uh, about how they actually really support this. I love working without pay. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, so are, are we gonna are we gonna end up with a a State of the Union address or not? Oh, there's no way that's happening. Trump said Trump gave up. He just quit. What a he quitter! Quit, and I think it's great because it makes him look like an asshole. Um, I mean, getting punked publicly is never good. Getting punked publicly by Nancy Pelosi. I mean. <laughs> But I'm not I'm kind of like trying to figure out what his angle is here. I feel like he's going to do something. He's going to he's not going to be able to resist having his little speech and his little to do. Oh, for sure. Um, no, you can't. You can't take the he's gonna go on Hannity. He's going to he's going to invite Kid Rock and shit into the Oval <laughs> Office and do like a State of the Union. And, you know, there's going to well, be girls. It's going to be great. I think he's secretly relieved because it's like when uh, you have like a big test at school and then, like, somebody pulls the fire alarm or whatever, and you're like, oh, that's terrible. Like, who would do that? But, no, it actually worked out well. Because I don't think he uh, had a speech ready to go. I mean, <laughs> I think he's a little behind on that one. Uh, so I think uh, well, they did him a favor by not having him do it. Well, I mean, it would have been embarrassing. The, that one, the one, was it a State of the Union, or was it the other one that everyone calls a State of the Union, but it's really something kind of different? Oh, the, whatever, uh, that one speech, that was the day he became president. You remember that? Right. Yeah. Like, he... It's a really low bar, man. Like all he has to do is like point to a, a a veteran dead, you know, soldier's wife or whatever in the crowd, and like, you know, uh, Jake Tapper's gonna swoon, and, and like all those people <laughs> fall in right. Yeah, they're like he literally uh, did not die uh, during his speech, so uh, that's a success <laughs> right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, he survived the speech, so that's a win. For Trump, another win. I would have loved to see what guests he would invite to the speech, though, uh, because he always does that, like spiteful. You remember, uh, <laughs> like during the during the campaign, I think, like had 
uh, all of the women who had accused Bill Clinton of <laughs> sexual impropriety, yes. like come and be his be his like peanut gallery. Um, yeah, he he did that uh, like at the debates. He would bring him in. Like, what a fucking asshole. Right. I mean, he's funny. Like, uh, if he wasn't such a horrible monster, like, he's just such a funny character and, like, so spiteful and petty. Uh, I just love him in that way. But uh, He was great in Home Alone, too, and I'll stand by that. (laughs) His recent uh, climate change tweet or whatever where he was like, whoa, looked at the weather. Seems like it's a bit chilly out. Where'd that global warming go? He's been flogging that shit for years, though. But I just can't help but laugh because, God, that shit is just hilarious because he thinks, like, I guess he thinks that that's still a viable argument. Like, hey, it was uh, cold outside in January, so, like, global warming, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not sure that that, genius, that talking genius. point. I'm not sure that talking point has worked since, uh, who was that guy, Jim, James Inhofe from Oklahoma. <laughs> the snowball The snowball <laughs> guy, yeah. Uh, I, I think well, that no, pretty it much works. put that one to rest. It works. It work. It works for the people it's meant to work for. And like, I don't know how much of that's actually tied up in any actual beliefs against global warming as much as it is like, fuck it, it's too big of a problem. We're just gonna like make our money and like I'm not I'm just gonna pretend like that's not happening. Well, it's that, and it's also uh, it's that that team sports mentality, right? Where even if it's not correct. Uh, at least it's my side scoring points against the other side, you know? Yeah. Like, look, owning the look libs, at them, yeah, as it were. Owning the libs. So look at them have to scramble to, uh, you know, answer this this completely bad faith argument. Yeah. Dude, I think about this all the time because, you know, like, I'm all online quite a bit. And um, <laughs> I really enjoy, like, you know, I, I get in there and troll sometimes, like, right wing people and stuff. It, it's just, it's funny. It passes the time or whatever. But, like, I really want to, like, switch sides and start owning the libs. And, like, I feel like I could fucking kill it, you know, and, and I could have a million followers oh, yeah, if no. I just go full on MAGA. I, I think I could do it. Yeah, you I could. I could tap into that. Plus, it's lucrative. I mean, look at the the terrible, terrible memes that come out of places like uh, like Turning Point USA and, like, PragerU and all the, you know, th- those are all. Dog shit. Those are all funded by amazing amounts of dark money and they're terrible like somebody who actually knew how to meme you know that's that's the thing that uh like the the channers and like the donald subreddit will will say like the left can't meme but then you see uh, a meme that came out uh just today about it was like uh so you say that you you have a right to my property which means you have a right to uh the work that i put in to build my property up um, which means that I'm basically your slave. Like this is why capitalists, <laughs> this is why capitalists are so in favor of property rights. Except the person, the the format that they used was fucking Robin Hood from the the Disney movie. And it's like, can you, yeah. yeah, can you can you capitalist think of a hero? Can you think of a folk hero that would be worse for making that point than a guy who literally robbed from the rich to give to the poor? Yeah, I remember there was one that I, I tweeted about. It's been a long time ago, but it was like a, it was like a college age kid and he had like a backwards cap and like holding a skateboard or something like that. He was supposed to look like a, uh, um, was it Paul Ryan? <laughs> he was doing P90X. And he yeah. had a bar, but, um, skateboard in one end, weights in the other. But, but 
it was supposed to look like some kind of like lefty slacker type of kid. And it was like, he's smiling in the picture. And then it says, you know, in like the meme text is like, uh, you know, I paid this much money for, uh, for a college education and like, and now I'm making minimum wage, uh, basically it's supposed to be anti-socialism like making fun of people for like paying for this big education and, and then being in debt it's just such a good argument for socialism <laughs> right <laughs> like it's such a good argument for you know public universities and all that for stuff for free college like, they make for the exact the opposite of, of their point yeah. yeah like i don't know how they make the exact opposite point yeah i, I love that republicans you know at the same time they're like well, healthcare, you know, that would mean that, you know, Rand Paul, you know, has to be your ophthalmology slave because healthcare is a right. Um, at the same time that they're like, hey, if you're in the Coast Guard, like, you should literally work without pay <laughs> right. just because we fucking said so. And, and that's yeah. all there is to it. And, but, you know, slavery is totally wrong. Also, I, I do think that we should uh, send Rand Paul down into the, the ophthalmology mines and make him work for free. You got to let him up. Let him rest up a little bit. Uh, he got his ass mangled. He got dog walked by the uh, what happened. And then, yeah, he's got to go to Canada, the, the greatest healthcare system in the world uh, to get to get treatment. You know, it's a, it's a great uh, endorsement of uh, of the American healthcare system. Yeah. Uh, speaking of it, man, real quick, speaking of endorsements of the American healthcare system, did everyone see uh, Charlie Kirk? Uh, apparently, oh, yeah. um, like threw his back out and then got a blood clot or something and was complaining about the terrible treatment. He was getting that the, the, the hospital beds were all full of illegal immigrants and this uh, pathetic picture of him, like laying outside in the parking lot on a bench, but he still had his fucking hospital, like admittance wristband on. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, like, what is he like 22? What's he doing with throwing out his back? You know, I'm an old man. Well, yeah. like, I throw out my back, but, right. um, <laughs> but like secondly like why why would you and I, I think the guy he was hanging out with if i'm not mistaken is like the one guy from um what's was it parkland is that the big the where the shooting oh was? is that who that was like the one conservative kid that they could find yeah parkland? They, they got one conservative kid and like they oh try to make God. him a thing so he can like you know talk back against david hogg and all the other ones all the, those, dude he's like all he's those, like um, a plant out there making you know pointing out the inadequacies of the healthcare system with charlie kirk <laughs> they infiltrated it man i know but like c considering like how much they've done how much they've talked up you know the privatized medicine and and all that and then like how do you not know not to post something like that you know, like, how do you not know? <laughs> well, it's like dying in an emergency room while, you know, waiting for inadequate health care to own the libs. You know, uh, <laughs> he's that dedicated to the to the cause. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's 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 unbelievable. Um, well, I don't think anyone's going they just to. Can't, uh, they just can't help yeah, it. I don't think anyone's going to accuse Charlie Kirk of being some great deep thinker. That's why. Yeah, that's why a trillionaire. I think your plan is good. I think that you could you could go in and absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you could dominate that whole game and make good bank. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think you could perfectly straddle the line of like being appealing to conservatives, but also being so over the top that liberals think it's parody. So you're kind of playing both sides. I mean, because we're there. I mean, we're fully there. Like, I can't even tell if a MAGA account is real or if they're making fun of of Trump fans because it's it's beyond 
<laughs> well, the, the, way, the way you know that they're real is they've got a string of eight numbers at the end of their generic ass name. It's, it's like the <laughs> real bots. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Verit code uh, except for <laughs> except for chuds. Oh, uh, that's a callback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a little break there. Uh, I I do want to jump into some more um, some some things that are a little bit more in trillionaires neck of the woods. So. We'll take a break and okay. talk about that. Excited to yeah. see what that is. Yeah. Spe- speaking of owning the libs or owning yourself, uh, <laughs> have we got a story for you? The hottest story of, <laughs> of three days ago. Has there ever been a worse day for President Trump? Think about it. Because this is a day he caved on the shutdown without his wall, suffering a total abject defeat at the hands of the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. This is a day the president's dirty trickster ally, Roger Stone, was nabbed in a pre-dawn raid by the FBI and indicted by Robert Mueller after he allegedly went to WikiLeaks to get stolen emails to damage Hillary Clinton's campaign. Is it any wonder on a day like this that Donald Trump was the picture of the sad president? Or as he has been known to say, low energy. Look at it. Did you know? Did you guys peep that today? Thank you very much. Well, I think the reason that we really brought uh, Trillionaire on the show is that I understand that you are the superintendent of Covington Catholic High School. Incorrect. I work for the Archdiocese. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, you've got a shitload to answer for, son. Obviously, anybody who's been even paying a little bit of attention to the news lately uh, knows that this confrontation went down between a bunch of uh, white shit-eating MAGA hat clad uh, high school students and apparently just a whole bunch of people of color and women uh, in Washington, D.C. around the uh, the March for Life. And, and so, like, we're definitely going to need we, – we have to talk about this. It's, you know, probably – it's one of the big stories, if not the big story of the moment. It makes me so mad that I'm going to try to, like, keep it light, but I... You have our full permission to go off as much as you want to, because well, I, mean, I don't need to get a visit from the FBI or anything, you know what I mean? They're, the, they're our only listeners, so you you got a good chance. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, I feel bad talking about it, because I just feel like these dudes, like, don't deserve the attention. Oh, it's going to work out for them in the long run. Uh, yeah, it seems like so far. It already is. They're going to be at the White House soon. I think the more important thing to talk about uh, than than the kids or the individuals involved is the sort of the institutional response to this, right? I mean, one of the things that we know is that uh, pretty much as soon as this started going viral, uh, one of the kids' parents, uh, it's it's a, a an exclusive school, which means that Everybody who goes there is super rich. They're from rich families. Uh, one of the kids' mm-hmm. uh, parents hired like a PR firm immediately to start spinning this the other direction. And the media bit down on it so fucking hard that at this point, you've got the kids are they're headed to the White House for a visit with Donald Trump. And they're going on the Today Show. Meanwhile, the reporting is like. Well, it turns out that the Native American who got harassed by this giant group of white kids, like, may have gotten in trouble with the law when he was their age. Yeah. He's no angel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the most infuriating part. Uh, more so, the, I mean, the incident initially, yeah, it was infuriating. It's a 
obviously it's a video that drew a big response because it's just like the perfect embodiment of, well, something that's always been there, uh, particularly in America, but something, you know, right now with with the MAGA. Right. Yeah. The, the difference right now is that they actually walk around with the label on their heads like a Sims thing, like floating above them. They're, they're able to do it proud and, and they, they weren't for a while. Not that specific brand of white supremacy. You know, that was the kind of thing every once in a while there'd be like a clan march and like they were all shamed. But they, they've kind of like snuck in the, the side door. Of, well, this is just, you know, this is like Repub- we're just Republicans and we, we believe in these things and we're nationalists. We're not white nationalists. And- we just happen to, we're nationalists who just happen to be white. Right. Uh, <laughs> Na- nationalists who just happen to believe that any brown person person doesn't belong here. Yeah, we believe in strong borders and you know and it's like this whole alt light or whatever. Um <laughs> but anyway, and then you see, so you see these they're fucking smug little grin. Horrible fucking smirk. Yeah. Yeah, look at it like an uh, an elderly native american like they're on fucking stolen ground to begin with and they're just having the time of their lives, you know? And that's infuriating to watch the media response. Here's the thing. These kind of guys, it's infuriating but you know they exist and, you know, they're going to catch some shit because it went viral and, you know, maybe some other little kids will kick their ass or something. That would be great. You expect Fox News and, and Breitbart and all the, the right wing media apparatus to, you know, immediately start gaslighting and, and blaming everybody else. Like, you know, that's going to happen. That's not even sure. a question anymore. And you kind of know the mainstream you know, quote unquote, liberal media is going to do it too, but it's so fucking infuriating. So it happened. And then like what the next day, there was a longer video that circulated a little bit that showed that the the Native American guy walked towards their general vicinity and they were like, oh, you (laughs) rushed to judgment. You guys are, you know, you're smearing these kids and ruining their future. And and you didn't even know the, the full story and blah, blah, blah. And like, right. It's exactly the same bullshit that they pull when you say that like Jordan B. Peterson or Ben Shapiro or something like said something offensive. And they're like, well, you took it out of context. Like you need yeah. to, you need to look at the whole clip. And then it turns out that the, the broader context isn't any better. I mean, you had oh, it's way worse videos posted by like young women who were just walking by this group getting like sexually harassed um apparently they started a confrontation with with some other black dudes who were down there i, I don't yeah. remember what that is like the black hebrew israelites group yeah. or something like that oh, yeah. it's, it's a whole mess down there for sure they're one of those religious groups that like they they you know they get on the street corner they say like provocative things it's no different than like a you know these preachers out on the street that t- say you're going to hell it's that whole thing like Everybody knows, like, ah, fucking ignore them, blah, blah, blah. Well, these kids, like, yeah, you can right. see them in the video, like, doing their, like, war song and getting all broed out and, uh, and chanting and shit. And uh, <laughs> they wanted to fight. They were there instigating. Yeah. And the Native American guy, he walked over just to kind of, like, in between playing his little drum and, like, trying to cool it down a little bit. And then, you know, they circled up on him and they were, you can see them. I mean, in the video, they're doing, like, the tomahawk you know, waving their hands like a tomahawk and whooping and everything else. It's like, there's no context that makes that okay. Yeah, right. And then, you know, for for um, the actual context is all of this other shit that we found out about this school. Uh, that They had like a, uh, what a blackout game, which a, a bunch of people at their school apparently decided was a black face game. Um, yeah. Not the same thing. Not the same fucking thing at all. No. Uh, I remember having blackout games uh, at basketball games in high school. I played in the pet band, right? And everybody would wear their, like, black hoodies or whatever. Yeah. Uh, nobody was showing up dressed like fucking Al Jolson. <laughs> right. I was amazed because 
a lot of the conservative backlash uh, at first was saying stuff like, they're just kids, you know, leave them alone. Why are you vilifying these kids? And then literally Fox and Friends brings on the kids and is like, hey, kids, uh, please explain your blackface. And it's like, you know... For someone who's trying to be on the side of these kids, they did a horrible job. Right. I mean, it's been, just been embarrassing it, it, all around from all it sides. It just goes to show you that, like, Fox News thinks you can explain blackface. Like, there's ever a good reason for it. <laughs> right. Exactly. They, they, yeah, they, they were like, it was just school spirit, you know. It, we, we didn't think about it because we're not black and we don't think of anything about what they care. So uh, We didn't think it about easy. it. We just left white lips around just like the old, you know. Give me a break. Yeah, the old minstrel shows. Yeah, and uh, uh, this the same crowd who were talking about, like, don't ruin these young people's lives. Like, you know, like, we need to understand that, like, youthful indiscretions happen and, and shit like that are exactly the same people who were all in on attacking the Parkland teens when they were speaking out about gun violence. They saw, like, their friends get murdered in front of them. They were victims, like, and, like, they had no problem picking those kids apart. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, Trill, I, I think you're totally right. They, it, like, we expect the right-wing media to do this gaslighting game. What's really infuriating is to see um, the Today Show, you know, CBS or CNN, the the people who get attacked all the time for being the liberal left-wing right. agenda media, um, completely buying into this, into this narrative and basically just going along with all of the gaslighting. Oh, absolutely. It, it's so easy for them to just be like, well, they hired a PR firm. Like, PR firm's calling us nonstop, booking us guests for us. So, like, you know, why wouldn't you take advantage of that? You know, meanwhile, the ostensible victim, the Native American guy, he went on by himself, you know, not associated with a trust fund PR firm. Right. Uh, and just said, like, yeah, you know, I wish people would pay more attention to, like, what I was actually there protesting about, which is like the horrible treatment of Native Americans by this government, including the fact that like the Bureau of like Native American Health is in a shutdown right now and nobody even gives a shit. All the media wants to talk about is like, you know, is it OK to call racist racist when they do racist things? Yeah. And it's OK. It's OK. <laughs> the GOP is like all in on the blackface lately. Because did you guys see that just today the Secretary of State of Florida had to resign? Yeah. Because he dressed up like a Hurricane Katrina victim for Halloween a while what back. The? Oh, is that what he was supposed to be? I just kind of saw like a picture in like a headline. It was like an Aunt Jemima looking getup where he's got blackface on and like a like a hair wrap. And yeah, his costume was a Hurricane Katrina refugee. Jesus Fuck Christ. Around. Classy. Uh uh, and this is the guy who was, of course, appointed to the Secretary of State of Florida position by that guy in Florida who just beat the black guy by running an incredibly racist campaign. Yeah, DeSantis or something. Right. And this is the same MAGA hat people who say, well, it's not we're not racist. Like the fact that you're calling us racist is the real crime here. Yeah. Why do you is have to bring race into everything? Falsely accused of racism <laughs> just because we keep yeah. appointing people who think racism is hilarious to be in positions of power within our party. <laughs> Every time a, a, a literal, like, white supremacist Klansman or something runs, they always run Republican. Who knows why? <laughs> it's a mystery. Who, who's that uh, right-wing commentator? Like, Kurt Schlichter or... Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. One of, no, it was, uh, it was Eric Erickson. That's right. He's 
He's the guy whose name yeah. I always forget because it's so fucking like white person generic. Perfect name. But I, <laughs> who said something like the progressives have exchanged being racist against people for the color of their skin uh, for bigotry against people based on what hats they wear. Yeah. You know, being against somebody who wears a MAGA hat is exactly the same as like Jim Crow. And it's like, well, I mean, one of those is an immutable characteristic tied to your identity. And the other one is a, an elective choice and a statement of values. They, they are not in any way comparable. Right. And, and they're, they're values that should not, they like to pretend like um, this is just a different viewpoint, a different way of thinking. You know, you have your, your liberal way of thinking. Um, and these are the things we believe. And uh, those are just two equal and opposite things. But it's not. It's so far to the right. It's literally like the values of hate, which are, you know, are supposed to be off the table in this country. Of course, they've never have been. But, you know, it's that paradox of tolerance. Right. I mean, the, the Karl Popper quote that goes around all the time that talks about how, like, even the most liberal society can't put up with the views of the intolerant, because once those views come into the mainstream, they start cracking down on any views that don't align with them. Right. I mean, it's literally wearing that hat. It's the equivalent of basically saying like, hey, I'm with whatever Trump says. Right. And when that means putting migrant children in concentration camps where they die of the flu and you're like, love it, boop, pop, popping it on. And then to just be like, sometimes people get mad at me for wearing this hat. And that's just not cool. You know, right. <laughs> I, I can't I can't believe how how mean people are out there. That just because I, you know, like to wear this hat, people are, think they can be mean to me. And it's like, well. It's the, what the hat represents is the problem. Yeah. It's not that the hat. Exactly. It's not like they don't like the color or the lettering right. or anything. <laughs> right. This kid's obviously doesn't care about, you know, what people think about him. It, you know, he just wants to look like he's right. But it makes me mad that this school is literally bussing these kids out to go to the March for Life, they're pushing these kids into political activism. I mean, it's not like this guy is like, you know, I care so much about Trump that I'm going to go out and march for Trump. No. He wasn't even doing that. When they were in this uh, protest confrontation, they weren't at like an official Trump event or anything. They were like on their way home, like waiting at a bus stop while they started to beef with people who are actually registered to protest in this in this area. But the school is busing these kids out there and forcing them to participate in a right wing political movement. And it just it, it made me so mad when then they also put out their initial statement, which was like, hey, we don't approve of, you know, these kids doing this at this protest. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's like, well, you put you put them there, yeah. right? Like you, you made this happen. What do you mean you don't approve of them doing that? They just did it. And you paid for it. And your chaperones are all standing around in the back. I mean, they're on the video also, like clearly not stepping in or anything. Yeah, the, all the adults involved were, were on board 100%. The ones who were there were on board. Um, the, the kid's mom put out a statement right away saying it was black Muslims that were, that were messing with them. Jesus. Uh, she doesn't know the difference, I guess. And then so they, they put this kid on, uh, I think Savannah Guthrie was the one that, that interviewed oh, yeah. him. And this kid came off like a fucking psychopath. Oh, yeah, it's Patrick Bateman. He looked like he was on Quaaludes. I didn't even know they made him anymore. <laughs> uh, 
uh, I went out there. I was just, you know, standing there and the man with the drum and I got scared or whatever. Like, he seemed weird, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Super weird. Props on that kid for... I guess having the balls to do it, like, I, I mean, I, I think maybe this country would be a better place if people actually had the balls to, like, stand up for what they believe in, right? If this kid feels that strongly about it, that he wants to go get up in a Native American's face because he loves Trump so much, I mean, he didn't punch the guy or anything. Like, it could have been worse, right? He didn't run him over with his fucking car, like those dudes in uh, Charlottesville or whatever. So, like, if this is what they're going to do is to go out and just show how racist they are by being assholes to people of color. Yeah, just show their entire ass. For no reason, you know, go for it. Because I think all it's going to do is just get a lot of people to be like, yeah, that seemed like kind of a, a dick move. You're not really winning people over to your side by chanting build the wall at Native Americans. Like, yeah. what are you doing? If you were to ask conservatives libertarians seem really big on this idea but i mean i don't know if that that may be splitting hairs but you ask them about you know the the historical injustices committed uh, against the indigenous peoples of of the new world uh and they go like well that's just you know that's what happens with uh, empire and conquest you know like the <laughs> the strongest win they're the same people who are shitting their britches over white genocide yeah and like brown people like flooding us that's why they want to build the wall it's like well i mean you reap what you sow i suppose oh yeah but in order to uh reconcile that you do have to recognize that like maybe the brown people just uh have you know a better claim <laughs> to america uh which which they can't do yeah that's the best part about this whole situation is that uh you know when people are talking about like build the wall the people who live in the southwest are predominantly Hispanic, that used to be Mexico, right? Like, Tex the entire state of Texas used to be Mexico until some wars happened. Oh, sure, in all of California and <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, most of the desert southwest. It is pretty funny to be like, well, hey, guys, like, we were here first, so, like, uh, you know, America's full now. Uh, sorry, uh, you know, gotta build the wall. <laughs> and it's like, well, wait a minute. Like, it doesn't actually make a lot of sense from a historical standpoint. To circle back to the shutdown, right? So... They want to build this wall, which I think it's a symbol more than anything else. I, I can't imagine that they really think it's that effective of a... Oh, deterrent. 100%. They've self-deluded themselves into saying that so much that they probably do believe it a little bit, at least. Even now. though there was a news article just this week about how a whole bunch of people came in under like some, some already existing wall that's right. there. Just, just burrowed straight the fuck under it. And yeah, there, there's probably plenty of dumbasses out there who really think, including Trump, who probably think that it actually, you know, would be a, a good practical solution to the quote unquote um, immigration problem. Well, remember, Trump is the guy who they told him that the funding for the wall needed to be transparent. And he believed that they were talking about a transparent the wall, wall itself needs to be transparent. <laughs> yeah. Well, and apparently, like, they started the, the whole wall thing was, like, his handlers early on when he started running. Right. We're, we're using that as, like, a um, what's, I guess, like a mnemonic device to help him to remember to, to always speak about, you know, border security. As, as in all oh, of his right. stump speeches, you know, they want to they make sure they hit, he hit on that. And so they put that image of the wall in his head. He took it as a literal wall. <laughs> like he made that happen because his little his brain is just fucking mush. 
But here's the thing, though, and this is like this is what pisses me off too. God damn it, y'all invited me on here, and I'm mad. That's how we do it. <laughs> like I, I was, I, I need breaks from Twitter, you know, and like this is like Twitter uh, on uh, off Twitter. <laughs> what bothers me is so he's asking for x amount of dollars to build his stupid wall that he's been promising from the beginning that he's been looking like an asshole to a lot of his hardcore people they they don't like it that he hasn't been able to really make this happen yet and that's why he's holding out but he's asking for this money but it sounds like and i could be wrong that some of what the democrats are offering at least one of the bills is to give them give him basically the amount of money he was asking for for border security but just not a wall Am I correct? It looked like the funding was maybe even more than what he was asking. Something in the range of like $7 billion instead of $5 billion. Um, but they want it for, they're calling it like smart border security, right? So yeah, right. Dr- drone patrols and maybe more funding for right. uh, it's insane. Uh, border protection units. Right. And, yeah. We don't need it. And every fucking like, you know, measured statement they put out has to be like, uh, look, we're for border security. We want to have more border security. Well, why? There's no crisis at the border. Crossings are down, you know? I mean, if, if you're really worried about that, they're down from where they were years ago. They're not getting worse, no matter how much... You're just... They're basically playing right into his rhetoric, and they're right. validating all that fucking migrant caravan bullshit, you know, scare tactics. And they're saying they just don't want a wall because why? I don't know. Right. Uh, well, and that's the best part, is that his standards are so high that he can't see this obvious win right in front of him. Because... The Democrats are giving him everything that he wants, except for the wall, which is made up bullshit. So all he needs to do to win is just say, I was just joking about the wall. I really just wanted the money for border security. Ka-ching. But he just, he's so fucking dumb that he can't see that victory is right in front of his face. And all he has to do is change one word and he still can't do it. He's that stupid. It's a clash of of mental toddlers between <laughs> Do- Donald Trump's uh, brain worms and the absolute feckless leadership of the Democratic Party. I think they're uh, much more intelligent than he is. <laughs> well, low bar, low bar. This is what bothers me is like they, they know better, but they're just political cowards. Oh, yeah, and, they, they, and they, they know they, better. They don't know how to fucking win people over. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer could run intellectual circles around Donald Trump. I don't think anybody would dispute that. The problem is they have zero convictions. It was either a Trump quote or a tweet where he's like, so Nancy Pelosi or Nancy, as I call her. <laughs> 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 that was so fucking funny. Oh, he's so good. He's like, he, he's yeah. not even making up nicknames anymore. He's just, I just call her Nancy. I wonder if he typoed it. Did he, did he need to say like. Yeah, nasty Nancy um, or some shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Did he need to say like, he had to like autocorrect it. Like, I'm not sure what N word he was <laughs> trying to type, but it was, it changed it for him. I don't know how it happened. It's crazy. But he's also, he's branching out into poetry now because uh, just in the last couple of days, he tweeted something like uh like build the wall and crime will fall that is that is the greatest which is like it's not even remotely realistic and also like crime is as as we said before it's at like historic lows so it's like we need to do this because the crime is just it's out of control in my administration alone it's like 30 percent of people are criminals so like it's a it's a huge problem from from where i sit yeah actually i was just reading an article a little bit earlier about Jared Kushner. Oh, that he guy. He applied for um, like top clearance or whatever when they brought him on. And he was initially denied by, you know, two career 
agents and I don't know if those are the FBI, whatever, intelligence, because he had so much like foreign influence, you know, as far as like deals. Oh, yeah. I don't think that there's crazy conspiracy that beyond like fucking shady business dealings that you have to question the motives of everything they do because it's all revolved around personally enriching themselves. Russia didn't steal the 2016 election by spending a couple hundred thousand dollars on Facebook memes, but right. pretty much everybody in the Trump administration is compromised in some way because they all have these shitty business deals with oligarchs that probably are illegal. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think all that's 100 percent true. So they weren't going to give them the clearance. Well, then, like they brought these guys that, that denied him the clearance. They brought in a uh, like Trump and them brought in a new guy. And so that guy has been like overturning, you know, anytime they deny somebody that Trump wants to bring on, like the new guy that he installed is overriding it right. and just saying, no, they're fine. He just got his rejected security clearance and he just wrote, the president is my wife's daddy on yeah. it and then sent it back in. And <laughs> exactly. they were like, oh, that's that's a good point. You know, rubber stamped. Uh, we didn't think about that the first time. It's genius. But yeah, man. Yeah, we talked a lot of some heavy shit. Let's try to bring it out on a high note. Yeah, take a little break there. We, we sure. got to find something good. Cool. And I hear you talking about you being bullied for the hat. It feel kind of funny because we were just talking about the hat less than 48 hours ago. And I was just addressing how uncomfortable the culture feel with you representing somebody that's blatantly hurting our people. You understand? So, you know, like, ain't nobody bullying you. We love you. But you got to stop that shit, man. That shit ain't right. And now you know how I feel. I feel just like this still. It would not be a liquid flannel if we uh, if we left you on a on on any of the low notes that we <laughs> that we talked about tonight. Uh, so we're going to take it out on a high note, and I'm going to lead off uh, with this amazing piece of uh, Fox News coverage, and I'm just going to play the clip here. And it would seem Republicans need to start paying a little more attention to the radical left's uh, new uh, tax ideas. A brand new Fox News poll shows 70% of voters surveyed, are you ready for this, favor increasing tax rates for families making more than $10 million. 65% favor a hike on those making more than a million dollars. Whoa. Maybe OAC is on to something. I'm Lou Dobbs and I'm crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. So Lou Dobbs is so flabbergasted that 70% of Fox News viewers said that taxes should be raised on people making over $10 million per year. And 65% uh, said that taxes should be raised on people making over $1 million per year that he couldn't even say AOC. Uh, calls her calls her OAC. Like maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe this maybe this OAC is really on to something. Indie rock band OAR <laughs> out there calling for rich people to be uh, taken advantage of in a crazy game of poker. <laughs> I, I can't believe this. So that's mine. Just uh, just how how flummoxed he is by these results. Uh, now, Lou, it turns out that uh, 
it, it turns out that a lot of Fox News viewers are also feeling the pinch of of economic anxiety and uh, wealth disparity in this country. Like everybody fucking hates the rich, you dipshit. Yeah, I think they're starting to feel the heat a little bit, you know, that that populism that was promised by Trump, like they're realizing it's not happening. And uh, I mean, they well, still got racism going for them pretty strong. Yeah, but sure. That's, I that's think there's a lot of people who are like, oh, that's what's what? dangerous about it when you've got Tucker Carlson out there going like maybe unregulated free markets and <laughs> like globalism are actually bad, except he's doing that in the uh, the the Strasserite sense of like, that's why we need, you know, that's why we need like eth- ethno nationalism and uh, like right. national socialism. Well, there's there is a historical precedent for uh, right wing fascist types co-opting, you know, socialist language uh, happily for think- us there's also historical precedent for what ends up happening to those people fuck yes <laughs> but man I, I think it the the most uplifting part about this to me is just you know how how easily aoc has turned fox news into like her own personal propaganda outlet yeah. for her i mean she's out there without really doing much but saying like hey maybe we should do this they're suddenly apoplectic and talking about you know marginal tax rates and tax theory and stuff like that to the to the point that their own audience is saying like you know like i never would have heard about this crazy liberal lady if you didn't tell me about it but she's actually making like a lot of sense out here yeah yeah like it's almost like when i voted for trump because he said like i i took advantage of the system and i'm the only one that can like make it better because I know all the tricks that the rich people play. Yeah, there's that one famous screenshot from uh, Sean Hannity's program where it's like, like this socialist from New York wants to do the following things, and it was like free healthcare, <laughs> free education, like free, oh, like shit, free like pre-K, s- support yeah. seniors, right? Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> support, support <laughs> veterans, insane shit like that. Fox yeah, News viewers Fox hate News the veterans. Hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty beautiful. So yeah, let me uh, let me go next. So uh, I went to my uh, my all time uh, favorite place to get my my uplifting news, the uplifting news subreddit, and you guys are not gonna believe this story that they have here in uplifting news. Uh, fire festival victim recoups more than a hundred thousand dollars. In GoFundMe donations. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one that we can all feel good about. Um, you know, these poor fire Festival kids, I mean, they spent tens of thousands of dollars going to fire Festival, and then they had to eat a bologna sandwich, and it didn't even have any kale on it or anything. <laughs> and Blink-182 wasn't even there. And so... Finally, they can get a hundred thousand dollars, and you know it doesn't. It doesn't make you. You know it doesn't make you whole, but it helps a little what bit. What are you know, they it spending them. the money on? What's the point of the campaign? Like a reimbursement, maybe just to just to have more money. Like super super rich kid just gets more money. The worst, <laughs> they were like I. 
I mortgaged my second beach house for this, and you know I need to buy it back. <laughs> you know, help me if it I'm doesn't. Separate. If it doesn't already exist, somebody needs to do. I don't know, like a website, an account, a blog, or something that that sort of um, uh, aggregates all all of these like terrible GoFundmes because there's so many. Um, yeah, just you can start these that make no sense. You know, it would be like a, a what was a regretsy, you know, uh, except instead of Etsy, it's for it's for terrible GoFundMe's. Yeah, the, the yeah, fucking like uh, Covington Catholic High kid has a GoFundMe. Yeah. Dude, they raised a GoFundMe for. Um, I'm going to circle back to that in a second, but uh, they have a GoFundMe for. Um, was it McCabe? One of the FBI guys. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they raised a shit ton of money for him. <sighs> for that fucking cop. But yeah, back that to was, the... That uh, was Libs doing it. I mean, I I can actually almost kind of respect the grift when conservative hucksters do this kind of shit. You know, like, yeah. who who knows where all of that money went for went when they were raising money for the border wall and there is like... 130 million dollars or something like who I, knows where that fucking i think went, gofundme but. made him um the, the guy yeah. basically said you know uh well hey it turns out i can't i can't give this to the government so they can build a wall <laughs> so we're gonna make start our own company and we're gonna put all that money to it and don't worry we're gonna we're gonna find a way to use this company to build <laughs> yeah, a wall. sure and gofundme was like no and made them uh made them refund everybody I'm so okay i don't know with, if they got their I'm, money back yet but I'm actually okay with a few people getting rich by grifting like shitty, stupid conservatives. But when the libs start, uh, start contributing, like the, the Andrew McCabe one, which is like, this guy's Uh, already rich. He's got a, basically a government, a guaranteed government pension. He's set up for life. That's incredibly (laughs) frustrating. It was amazing. Uh, so, uh, but my real high note is, uh, how bad the, how bad the uplifting news subreddit continues to be. Yeah. Oh, it is it's it's uh you know alternatively uplifting and crippling. That is the depressing. grimmest uh, shit in the world. Every time you <laughs> every time you go there for the show, it ends up just being like the most depressing news. But uh the only thing that has really been keeping me going this week is uh that show The Good Place. Man, that show is so freaking good. Um it starts off real slow. The first two seasons are on Netflix, uh, and the third season is like airing now. Oh, is it on Netflix um, now? I thought it was on Hulu. That's why I haven't checked it out. Is I that, think like the that's the one with it's got Ted Dancing in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, well that, that's it's, good. Uh, it's got Ted Dancing. It's, it's good. not basically. Yeah. I I guess my uh, what I expected about that is like, isn't it just touched by an angel? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Um, so it, it there's a lot of twists and turns, so I don't want to spoil it for you, but the, the basic setup is just that some people, you know, wake up and they're in, quote, the, they died and they're in the good place, um, you know, but things are not always as they seem. Uh, mm. And the good place seems a little weird. Um, and so... Yeah, they're uh, in a they're it, in it a casino where they win every game and then it turns out that they're in hell and it's actually just like a Twilight Zone episode. Hey. I said no spoilers, okay. um, but uh, but yeah, it's on season three now, and it just keeps going, and it's it's amazing because it's a mainstream show that should not be successful because it's basically about like ethics and morality and like what does it mean to truly be a good person? You know, is it even possible to be a good person anymore? Um, you know, how do you measure that? 
Uh, you know, can people change? You know, what if you used to be a, a shitty person? You know, can you ever be a good person? Or did the shitty things that you do that can never be undone, you know, mean that you can never be a good person no matter what? Uh, it, it's just an amazing show that is able to tackle these issues and also be like really, um, like timely. Um, and, you know, comment on, like the news, but like in a, in a indirect way that just makes you think about it, you know, from a different perspective. It, it's, it's just an amazing show. And it's also really easy because it's only 20 minutes long. So many shows nowadays are like an hour long. Um, and this show is great because it's only 22 minutes long. It's, nice. it's great. Yeah. Oh man. Speaking <laughs> it's of a ripper all long shows, I've been putting on uh, episodes of the BBC Sherlock uh, while I'm like doing the dishes and stuff. Cause I hate myself. Uh, and, <laughs> And those episodes are fucking an hour and a half long every single time. And the, the payoff, the payoff is zero. See, I, I don't have the attention span. Like I, I rarely even watch movies because I just can't sit still that long. Yeah. Um, that's why Twitter's so good for me, man. Like I really like fucking <laughs> bite-sized pieces of sure. entertainment. You know the, what I mean? The little, the little niblets of information. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's good, Brennan. Uh, that's that's our little uh, man. I think that's the only pop culture we talked about the entire episode. So, uh, liquid flannel listeners, what what are we calling them now? Flannelers, <laughs> liquid the liquidized. Yeah, the the, the liquidized. Um, that's your that's your pop culture for this week. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Bachelor at all. But I have no idea what's going oh, on with the Bachelor. So. Missed opportunity. Still <laughs> still going strong out there. Well, what do you say, Trill? Do you have a do you have the 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 ultimate high note to take us out here? Uh, I don't have anything like for, from the news. It's just been, it's been wall to wall fucking me being, you know, blood pressure going through the roof. Um, yeah. the only good, the only good thing, like on a personal note for me is my son, um, is going to come into a great deal of money. Um, he was harassed by an elderly native American man <laughs> when he was, when he was on the trip to DC, uh, and he was absolutely smeared in the liberal media, and and so we started to go fund me. And uh, you know that old Native American guy is good for it. You know he's just got he's got just fat stacks back hiding back there for sure. Oh, we're gonna um, get him. Go, we're gonna go get, get the, it, man. The black Israelites. We're gonna take them for everything they've got, and we're gonna buy um, you know some like uh, fucking uh, power balance bracelets and, um, <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of, just a lot of gold, uh, just a lot of gold bars, um, you know, gold coins with Trump's face on them. Yeah. Um, that's a good investment. Well, we will, we will make sure to link the, the GoFundMe in the show notes. Cause that is a, that's a righteous cause. Um, yeah. Hey, are you interested in nutritional supplements? Because uh, I got I got some for you. Um, just just hit me up uh, on my GoFundMe. Trill, before we let you go, man, um, there was a, a conversation that we were having before the last episode we recorded, and then never got around to it. Uh, but uh, if Donald Trump had a body tattoo uh, that was like backward print, like the guy in Memento. Uh, across his chest what do you think it would say oh fuck backwards so so he's, he wants to see himself in the mirror and be reminded um yeah yeah the whole uh, like john g killed your wife thing i mean it would just have to say wall like that's his that's his mnemonic you know like the, his handlers tattooed it on him so he'll never forget um and in fine print underneath it says not an actual wall you moron but just you know 
Board of Security. He doesn't. He doesn't read the 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 small print though. Yeah, yeah. I think it says like don't don't forget three coats of bronzer, <laughs> just so that he knows to make sure that he he puts it on right. You know, it's a you don't want to you don't want to mistake. Could you imagine if one day he just like woke up late because he just like stayed up watching uh, like a scary documentary about immigrants on Fox News or something and. He was like, oh, shit, the press conference is in, like, five minutes, man. Like, I got to just get going. And he forgot <laughs> the bronzer. To, to, like, put his bronzer on. Oh, Fuck. that's going to be the best day. Oh, it's going to be so good. Can you imagine Donald Trump just getting out of the shower? Just getting out of the shower. <laughs> dripping yeah. wet. Just, oh, God. His We're hair. We're trying just... to keep it. We're trying to keep it positive. See, I, I think it's, I think it's just the names. I wasn't ready. I think it's just the names of his kids because you know for sure that he doesn't remember them. He, he especially never remembers uh, Eric. I don't remember Eric. What happened to him? You know, like he, you haven't heard anything about Eric in a while. Yeah, he's like, I'm the one who's not going to get arrested. So he's like, <laughs> he's laying low. Oh, I'm sure that's not true, though. The, the tattoo just says, "It wasn't a bad dream. You are the president." <laughs> Dude, you and know he, he's, just, he looks at it every day, and he's like, "Oh God." He he had such a great life before, like for a fucking rich dumbass like him. Like he just he had his thing. He could go to his little golf club, and everybody kissed his ass, and he could smile and do his little jokes, and you know, go back to his uh, penthouse in in uh, Trump Tower, and then like. He just he flew too close to the sun and he got what he wanted. Yep. And now he's the president and he's fucking miserable. We're all miserable. It's yeah, it's it's literally the Midas touch. I mean, it's literally that fable. Yeah, it, just like everything in the Trump era, it's just too on the fucking nose. Yeah. Again, he can't see the victory that's right in front of him cuz all he has to do is just resign and then say like it was it was the libs, you know, they they set me up, uh, you know, poor me, uh you know, I can't believe those libs did that. You know, it was Hillary Clinton the whole time. Uh, you know, she set a sneak attack trap for ever. me. Like, look at all the um, all the accomplishments that I right. had. Yeah. And then he can just like replace, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson's spot on Fox News every night or whatever, and like just have a fucking blast. Uh, he, but it, yeah, again, he's just he's too stubborn to just take the win on this one and <laughs> and just roll with it. It's a shame. I think that's the real high note is just knowing that <laughs> knowing that he is as miserable as everybody else. We're all in this together. <laughs> Solidarity. Well, that's as good a point to take it out on as any, I think. Uh, trillionaire, thank you so much for joining us, man. This is a blast. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoy it. This is my first podcast. Oh, no shit. No way. Yeah. I first cut is the I deepest. Would- you know, I wouldn't have known, never forget man. you guys. I had you're a natural. I had assumed that you had been on a bunch. You you're that no. you're that this kind, is my first. that kind of cachet. It's also yeah. my last. I mean, it's horrible. Uh, I'm not <laughs> gonna do it anymore. <laughs> no, 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 I really, have to start your own podcast. I really now. did That's enjoy. It. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm I'm sorry, but uh, I I think this makes you our senior Kentucky correspondent. So <laughs> yeah, we, absolutely. So we will be tapping okay. you again in the future. Yeah, there, there's next Mitch McConnell Town Hall. Uh, live reports. Let's let's see it. <laughs> I don't think that's actually going to happen. He's not going to do We're one of those. on a high note, man. Come on. <laughs> uh, Trill, uh, if for anybody who doesn't know, where where can people find you online? Uh, I, I'm on Twitter and Twitter only. Um, I like I, I, I like to focus all my energy there, and uh, you can get me at, at Malty Hops. That's M A L T Y H O P S. 
that's me, man. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah, it's I'm, delicious. It's an extremely good follow. We we had multiple fans going like, "Yes, please get this guy on the show." So sweet. Um, yeah. yeah. Twitter only hey. should be like a dating site that Twitter starts. Oh like god. Farmers only. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a red flag. Look, if, you, if uh, you're using Twitter correctly, it is a dating site. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. <laughs> if uh, I had a daughter and I found out that her boyfriend had a Twitter account, I'd call the fucking police. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, of course, audience, you know, you can find us on Twitter at liquid underscore flannel. I'm trying to be a little bit more active on that account to, to bring you the, the good shit from uh, Midwest politics. And by good shit, I mean usually bad shit, but we'll try to be funny for you. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Matt the Great with a W, and my co-host Brendan. Brendan, where are you at? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Brendan Williams with one L, but you probably shouldn't follow me because uh, uh, my my tweets are are pretty are pretty lame. But uh, follow Multi Hops. No, That's I, a way better Twitter. I, I followed sure. you right before the right before we started. Mistake. Uh, there yeah, you go, Brendan. Mean, I see a lot of shitty tweets all the time. It's fine. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, most most of them for sure. I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't be so hard on myself. I'm an average Twitter follower. It's mostly shit out there, so I fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks again, Trill. A lot of fun. Yeah, appreciate it, fellas.